I'm Hugh. I'm Linda. Together we're Hinda. And this is Hindacast. Linda, I want to ask you something. Okay, fire ahead. Am I like Leighton? Why would you even ask me that? Because <laughs> sometimes I think I really identify with him. Well, I should probably ask the same question because I identify with him sometimes too. And I think I've been Leighton's biggest supporter throughout this. You have. I hope you're my biggest supporter as well. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> the first final vow show two couples Melinda and Leighton and Alyssa and Duncan we better start with Melinda and Leighton Melinda was in turmoil is that fair to say? absolutely the dinner party didn't go well I can't believe they spent the last night separately um, although in hindsight I probably can if I put myself in Melinda's shoes I probably can uh, believe that they spent the last night separately because I think she was just devastated she was humiliated she was degraded um, she really wasn't expecting that re- that, that reaction from Leighton and I, I, I think it was unfair what he did to her like I did it was embarrassing Yeah in the last podcast I kind of concentrated on how bad Leighton's answer was to the question of how he felt and how poorly he answered it and he actually kind of misanswered it he didn't read the question property in my opinion but what I should have really been concentrating on in retrospect was how he spoke to Melinda when she said she was in love with him he just didn't acknowledge it in any way the proper way no and he'd no right to tell her that she wasn't feeling what she was feeling and essentially that's what he told her mm. I, I just, it was heart-wrenching. The deliberations that the two of them, you know, went through were honest and they were real and they were raw. And they, I mean, I, I was, I had tears in my eyes throughout most of it because I, I identified with, with a lot of it. Yeah, definitely. They are one hell of a real couple, if anything else. Now, people can argue over whether they should be together and whether they're a good match. I'll hear those arguments all day long. But they certainly are real and they certainly have feelings for each other. That really came across, didn't it? Yeah, I think when you were kind of going back over the different episodes, Melinda did spend an awful lot of time crying. I mean, he did let her down a lot and she was genuinely upset. Like, and she was honestly crying. Mm. They weren't crocodile tears. She was upset over things that had happened between them. She was upset over the way he made her feel. Um, and I was really thinking when they were going into the final vows that she was going to say no, she was going to call it quits. No, I, I felt she wouldn't let him down or let herself down way she saw it. I don't think she would have been letting herself down by saying no. You can only take so much and sometimes it's just a straw to break the camel back. Yeah. You yeah. just have to say at some stage, no, I can't do this to myself anymore. I can't put myself through this anymore. What did you think of the ma'am, her ma'am, and what kind of advice she gave her? Again, I think like it was flawless. I think she spoke from the heart. Yeah. And I, it's probably the advice that I'd give my daughter were she in the same situation. Yeah, yeah. Do you, do you think though she was a little bit sit on the fence or? I think she knew Melinda well enough to know that Melinda was going to make her own decision yeah. and she didn't want to kind of sway her either way. Mm. Um, and it was a huge decision to make. So really, I, I suppose I'd like to, if I was the mother in that situation, I'd be encouraging my child to make her own decision. You know, mm. I'd be trusting her to know her heart, to know her mind well enough to make the right decision for her. Yeah, I think overall, as a couple, they think very deeply. They're, they are both are deep thinkers. Perhaps Melinda from a more emotional sense and Leighton from 
or analytical in its way of thinking. But they have high expectations. They have high expectations of each other um, and of themselves and they're high achievers as well. So it's obvious that they don't really settle for anything less than 100%. Mm. And that obviously goes for all aspects of their lives. Yeah, yeah. Leighton then was discussing it with his sister, Erin, if memory serves me correctly. Erin, that's right, yeah. I thought myself that he was discussing it with somebody who at the end of the day is very like him and she mightn't have been the best person to discuss it with. I don't know. Like, I think when you're when you're in that situation, you need to discuss that with somebody you trust okay. and somebody who knows you, they can advise you accordingly. I think the sister did acknowledge that Leighton had a problem expressing and being in touch with his feelings and his emotions. So she knew him well enough to know that. Yeah. And wasn't it his mum and dad that had split up? Yes. Or their mum and dad, I should say. It was their mum. Well, I'm assuming up. it was their mum and dad that yeah. split up. I'm wondering, was that a quite a recent event? Because he still seems to be quite upset about it. Yeah, it seems to be quite raw on his mind, doesn't it? Yeah, he, was, he started to cry when he when he was talking about it. Hmm. Um, like it was a, an emotional roller coaster for him. It really was. And I think he really had to dig deep, you know, really confront his feelings and emotions and, you know, decide between his head and his heart. Probably in his head, he was kind of thinking, no, you know, this isn't right. We shouldn't be doing this. But ultimately, his heart hmm. won out. Should we move on to the, the vows themselves? Yeah. And the venue. On a humorous note, it was bright, it was dark, it was bright, it was dark. <laughs> I know, I was kind of getting a bit confused. Go, oh, okay, I thought it was bright there. It was bright there two minutes ago. What happened? Does it get really dark that quickly in Sydney? It, it does, actually. I've heard that from many people who've gone over there. It's very hard when you're filming a scene in a sunset. Yeah, but I didn't realise it was sunset when they were walking up to the to the venue um, yeah. at first. I thought it was it was lovely. Look at it. I think it suited those two. It wasn't our most romantic setting in the world, mm. if you ask me. But it, it suited those two. It kind of suited their personality. It was kind of business-like, wasn't it? I don't know. Well, to quote Leighton, it was where it all began. Yeah, well, it began on the harbour. That's right. They yeah. went for the boat. They got married in the boat. Like I say, there was nobody else around and it was just those two. And I think it, even if you're in a crowded street, it still would have been just those two. Yeah. They only had eyes for each other they were concentrating on each other they put their heart and soul into their vows especially Leighton he was incredibly honest in everything he said he owned up to his mistakes he apologised for his part in everything that went wrong yeah well there was a wonderful warm greeting from him I never doubted him well I, I to be honest I always thought they were going to say, both say yes for just before the ceremony for the piece we saw but I thought when they greeted each other the greeting was very very warm and he was nearly always going to say yes I know but I didn't think Melinda was going to say yes I knew I knew Leighton was going to say yes I, there was no doubt in my mind he was going to say yes mm. that he kind of took time to consider and reflect on what had happened and that he knew he'd be losing out on the best thing that ever happened to him if he didn't say yes but I really had my doubts about Melinda I really think that she was kind of at her last ebb and she was, she was at a stage where she was thinking no it's done I've tried I've cried I've you know I put Mm. everything into this and I just can't do it anymore I really think that she was I I don't know I just thought she was going to call it quits I was surprised when when she when she said yes that she'd stick it out again like Mm. she did say I don't want ever to be hurt again or I won't let anybody hurt me again and yet she's given him another opportunity potentially hurt yeah I know I know I know and I mean we we didn't mention it we just forgot about it there a moment ago but they did actually show them the video of the wedding beforehand and let's face it some of those clips that they were showing you know almost put a spanner in the works rather than anything else I was quite shocked yeah absolutely because I mean certainly when Linda was very negative on on the wedding day but you know Leighton was smiling I think he knew enough about her personality Mm. at that stage to kind of acknowledge that she 
she was, you know, she was who she was. She was unapologetically Melinda at that stage. Um, and he knew her well enough not to take offence to it. He actually, I think he found it humorous. Yeah, that was the, the thing about it, actually. What could have been a spanner in the works because of the depth of their relationship, they actually look upon it and say, wow, look how we just didn't know each other then. Look how far we've come yeah. in the whole thing. They don't kind of deny that it wasn't instantaneous. Let's face it, he was but he was very much the workaholic uh, at the start. They never actually went much into that, him being the workaholic. No, that's true. But I wonder how significant it was. I mean, because he wasn't, it's not as if he was working all the time trying to experiment. Yeah. Um, I think of all the couples, they definitely worked the hardest. Though. They worked the hardest on themselves. They worked the hardest mm. on the relationship. Yeah. Um, and it was really a journey for them. They, they got to know themselves yeah. more. They looked inwards and yeah. and then they got to know each other. So as you saw, it definitely brought a tear to my eye. Absolutely. He gave one hell of an apology, a deep, heartfelt apology. But did you not think at any stage that it was too late for Melinda? Like, honestly, you. A bit, a bit. I was so but. proud of her. I just was so mm. proud of her to, you know, stare turmoil and trauma in the eye and say, you know what? Yep, I acknowledge I've been hurt. I acknowledge that, you know, my emotions have been played with and, you know, and I've been devastated, but I'm actually going to try again. Yeah, but this is a guy who really, really, really is prepared to work on this. He's not going to throw his cards in. He has his doubts, right? He has the doubts because he cares about her so much. And I think she she can acknowledge that. Yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing the after show now, the scene, the reunion. <laughs> I, I hope those two are still together. I oh, really look, do. well, they, look for all the faith we've had in them over the last eight weeks or whatever it is. Yeah, well, I thought they were very strong from the beginning and I still think they're very strong. Yeah. And, you know, if they want to work at it, they will succeed. It's like, look, there are two people that no matter what they want to work at in life, mm. they will succeed. They put minds down to it. And now that they're a strong team together, I think they are just completely unbeatable. I have one word for them. If you were to describe them in one word, what would you describe them as? One word. Oh, Christ. Um, just one word. Determined. I was going to say real. <laughs> real determined. <laughs> and settle on that one. Okay. Now, real determined we were. There's a link for you. Real determined we were to find out what on earth was going to happen with Alyssa and Duncan. Oh, God, what a shit show. Well, we kind of had a good idea very quickly, uh, it, didn't we? You know, I, I was kind of saying, I was saying even before the start of the um, episode, I was saying, look, Alyssa has realised that too late mm. what she had in Duncan. And I think now that Duncan had actually in the last episode, Duncan really had kind of taken a step back and he'd been a little bit stronger with her and he had really voiced his concerns about the relationship. And then all of a sudden, Alyssa was kind of going, oh, crap. You know, yeah. uh, oh God, I better try and make amends here. But on her piece of camera um, during today's episode, she was like, you know, oh, he's not the man I thought he was. And, you know, can he give me what I want? And he has unreal perceptions of what a relationship is. So I was kind of thinking, oh, OK, maybe I was wrong. Maybe she is going to say no and, and throw in the towel here. When does a situation, particularly a conversation and dealings with somebody else, Alyssa's version of it and the version that you and I see and the viewers see is very, very different. Alyssa, I don't know where she gets it from. I don't know the reason why, but she seems to twist what's actually happened. I know, but the scary thing is she believes that. Yeah. You know, it's not as if she's been malicious um, and, and, you know, like twisting things why does she do this? Is it that she herself 
picks it up wrong or is it that she believes if she tells a story to somebody else that that's the real version well I don't know I think you've, I think they're both the same thing yeah. I don't think she's manipulative in that I don't think she's taking a version and purposely changing it to help her situation or to manipulate a, a, a situation mm. I think she honestly believes her version of events I think her interpretation is so warped at the best of times but she believes it I say something similar about people who are on Judge Judy and I've said this to you before. They have a warped version, but the warped version is always in their favour. It's always in her favour. Yeah, I agree. It's never the other you. way around. No, I agree. It is always in her favour, but I don't think she's consciously manipulating the situation. Well, whichever way, when she was discussing it with her mum, Debbie Goody Two Shoes, she was throwing Duncan under the bus. She was saying he was he's a changed man. He's not the guy we all saw at the start. And the man was saying, well, I know I liked Duncan at the start, but okay. Yeah, she just wants her daughter to be happy and I get that and That's I understand that. Totally understandable. You know, she wants her to be in a relationship or not in a relationship if she's happier, mm-hmm. not in a relationship. But, you know, I suppose I feel sorry for Alyssa now in that she did realise too late that Duncan was like emotionally intelligent and he was a gentleman and he honestly did have feelings for her. Even now, though, I still think there's more to come out in the wash. I think it's unrealistic. He did everything so well throughout the experiment. I honestly believe he tried so hard. And given the initial connection between the two of them, I still feel that he told her something or she found out something about him that made her change her mind because yeah he was right the turning point was the couple's retreat and it was such a massive turning point it was like as if he yeah. admitted something to her and yeah. that completely changed her perception of well him. We, we have certain suspicions we're not going to go too deeply into them but well I certainly have anyway and um, you know just judging from his choice of drinks and judging from the way he holds his glass and judging from like on the retreat he'd much rather be with the lads I just have certain feelings I have to kind of think about it. I have to think about what you've said because there is something I don't believe that you could have done such a 180 yeah uh, for no reason at all well I'm vindicated in this in that I have been saying the last few episodes there's a point at which Duncan is going to say no more yeah no more and he said it himself in his vows he said I have worked so hard you know in my choice of language in trying to say the right thing trying to you know not upset you and I can only do this for so long and his head is nearly blown off from the stress of the last few weeks and doing this and he's looking at his the future and he's saying I don't want to do this for months on end his reserves are completely depleted oh yeah you know and when he said I just want to go back and I just want to be my family I get that he is exhausted from the whole situation like I don't think anybody could accuse him of not trying hard enough mm. um and even even the experts acknowledged that he was the real deal. He was, yeah, you know, yeah, he was yeah, a good guy. Yeah. Um, I think in some ways, and it's a horrible thing to say, Alyssa got what was coming to her. Yeah, I've mixed emotions because at the start of it, when we, we, we watched the deliberations and then we saw the woods, I was still, oh, she's going to get it now. Duncan better be careful, though. He better be careful. She doesn't have a shovel. You did <laughs> say that. in behind one of the tree trunks and she's going to batter him and she's going to go mad and he could be buried in in the woods now <laughs> that sort of thing and it all seemed very funny but you know something when it actually happened oh I couldn't take any pleasure in it whatsoever she was pretty shattered she was but like when she said I am I'm going to help you or something or, like <gasps> yeah, I'm going to help you, you dig into that deep part you of yours need, as if it you was need his help. problem she basically that said was you like, need help what 
And the two yeah. of us looked at each other like no. open mouthed and went, you joking what the me? hell is she talking about there? Are you joking? Yeah, that was a turning no. point for me. And I was kind of saying, I'll oh, go on, you know, seriously, listen, you're talking crap. Mm. Did nobody ever say, maybe this is too soon for you, Alyssa. You've only very recently come out of a broken marriage. Um, you know, that's never seemed to be brought up at any point, even by the man. See, that's the thing. She was 12 months out of her marriage. Um, and is that long enough to, no. to really look inside yourself? No. And especially since, by her own admission, she's busy. She's a single mother. You know, she's got things going on in her life. So did she have time to heal from her seven year marriage? Obviously, it wasn't great. You know, she did say she wasn't. It's not as if they, well, I'm assuming that they didn't just kind of fall out of love. Yeah. It, it seems like something traumatic happened, yeah. Um, you know, because yeah. I think she would have addressed that early on. I think she would have said something like, you know, I was with somebody and we just weren't right for each other. Mm. And that's a process. That's a process. Yeah. And also, it wasn't just any old relationship. It was a relationship on Australia's most famous reality show. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think a lesson has to be learned from that. I think that, you know, we should acknowledge that it takes longer than 12 months, in fairness, to get over well, a seven year marriage. And then all of a sudden you're in a relationship with some stranger and expecting to marry them after 10 weeks. It's not up to us to acknowledge these things. It should surely be acknowledged by experts who, so-called experts who put these people on the show. Yeah, true enough. Yeah. Like, Duncan got a raw deal. You he know, did. we're the first to say it when a woman is put with a poor husband. When the and bride, we have. Yeah, we have. Yeah, absolutely. The likes of, of uh, Caitlin in particular comes to mind. Getting Shannon. Oh, yeah. my God. You know, what yeah, a she raw... never, she never stood a chance. No, what she a raw deal. A what an absolute raw deal. We could see that from Meet the Participants. Yeah. You know? He definitely wasn't over sex. And again, you call that from day one from Meet the Participants. You said the big roadblock in their relationship is going to be the ex. Yeah. It, the on again, off again relationship with the ex. Oh, there was red flags there. You didn't have to yeah. be a genius there to see that. Well, mm. you were absolutely right. I have to say, Hugh, you did call that. Um, mm. and, and look at what happened. He wasn't over his ex. And I felt so sorry for Caitlin because Caitlin, if you remember, had been cheated upon and stuff like that. Caitlin had definitely her own issues and Shannon was the last sort of person she should have been put with. Yeah, I think there were some very good matches. I think there were some very, very poor matches. Now, if you want to have drama and you want to do that kind of thing, you should have put Taylor with Shannon. Can you imagine that? Oh God, Jesus, yeah. That would have been fantastic. That would have been a brilliant match. And I think, do you know what? I think they probably would have gone the distance. <laughs> I really think they would have gone to distance. I think they would have gotten to final final vows mm. because I, I I think that probably would have been a love hate relationship. I think that Taylor would have wowed Shannon mm. when she walked up the aisle, <laughs> and I think she would have challenged him because she would have taken none of his shit. We should go back to a listen though because we are meant to be discussing them. Yeah, we should. You must have felt sympathy for a listen though when she was there on her knees. Not really. No. No, not really. I'm sorry. I, I, you know, there comes to a stage where, again, you have to acknowledge that, Alyssa, you should have opened your eyes before now. You've had so long. You've been told so many times mm. in so many different ways to see the good in Duncan. He has tried. Like, you can only do so much. So. I think the no. point was made to her. Yes, the point was made. You need to acknowledge this man is so good and all that. But at no point did the experts kind of home in on her tendencies to warp things and to twist things and to see the worst. They never seemed to talk about that at all, did they? There were lots of things they didn't talk about. Could we hear? That's a whole other episode. I mean, yeah. it's a real deep dive into, into the experts. Maybe we should do that episode. <laughs> well, based on what we just did a moment ago, we should have actually had a fantasy maths and the couples that they should have had, but with the benefit of hindsight. Yeah, true enough. Maybe we'll do that then. Well, what we really want to ask you, the listeners, is what on earth show should we do next? Please come up with your suggestions. Email us. If you listen to us on Spotify, 
we'll put up a question on the episode asking what show, reality or otherwise, do you think we should cover for our next podcast? We only want to do one once a week, though. We have lives and jobs. <laughs> yeah, don't <laughs> And burn. a relationship of our own. I have really, really enjoyed the podcast. I have loved every second mm-hmm. of it. I've loved the interaction. I've loved watching the episode. I've loved kind of having my opinion being heard. And I've <laughs> yes. loved reading the emails and the comments from the listeners. And I really do appreciate that. And, you know, the good, bad and ugly. So I suppose, guys, if you want to hear more from us and we're completely open to suggestions because yes. we are loving this. We really yes. are enjoying this. Give us a shout and let us know what you'd like to hear us do next. We'll read every one of your suggestions and then do our own. No, we, no <laughs> seriously. No, no. Do, do, do send them. Tomorrow we will put out another podcast because tomorrow we'll get more final bells from... Cameron and Lindell. From Ollie and Tani. And obviously Rupert and Evelyn. I'm looking forward to hearing Cameron and Lil and, and Lindell rather. <laughs> Lil, <it's> Lil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have a sneaking suspicion what's going to happen there, but look. I, I hope she gives them both barrels. Well, I did say it before, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah. Until yeah. then, keep watching maths, guys, and we'll talk to you soon. Take care. Bye. Bye for now. Before you go, just a quick request. Please like and subscribe to our podcast. And if you can, pop on a notification. That way, you'll know when our podcast drops. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, you can email us on indicastreality at gmail.com. Indicastreality at gmail.com.